Thanks for tuning in to Betting the NFL on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's up, everybody? I'm Caleb Ochoa, also known as NFL Caleb 22, and this is Betting the NFL week number 18. Uh, we are finally at the uh, uh, last week of the season, and as always, I'm with my uh, co-host, Derek Wesley, also known as D-Weezy. What's going on, man? What's going on? We, you know, we're finally reached the end of what, to me, the season's flown by. Um you know, I think we say, it, you know, every year, but we anticipate these weeks. You know, it's definitely, you know, we, it's been a few months, but it was, you know, like a blink of the eye. We was just getting into, you know, the opening weeks, feeling out where teams were. And here we are, week 18. Yeah, and that, that just means just less and less chances of us for, for us to make money, for y'all to make money. But we we're still going to uh try, try our, our best to to uh uh get uh make as much money as we can with the last few weeks that we got but um this is the hardest week man this is the hardest week to bet because we have the least amount of information to to go on uh considering we um some teams we don't know how hard teams are gonna play we don't know who what teams uh are gonna you know have something to play for um the way things shake out it's just a lot, and even know what players are going to be in, what what teams are going to uh, start their guys or not going to start their guys. It, this this week is the most difficult week to bet on because the key to betting is having all the information. And if you don't have the, all all the information, it, it's just really hard to to make a bet either way. Uh, you agree with that? Almost oh, definitely. Um, with you know, we get accustomed in football to having enough time to adjust to injuries and updates. And, you know, we don't typically sweat uh, how long it might be for a team is putting out their injury report. Um, You know, it's more common in other sports that play on a more daily frequency where you really feel the pressure of those injury reports. So, you know, having all that information is crucial just looking over a few lines that we're seeing this week at first glance, you know, you might be thinking in the back of your head, WTF, why is this line like that? Well, the first thing you might want to try and do is find out who may be sitting or not sitting in these games. Absolutely. All right. Before we get into our picks for the week, we always start by, um, Recapping the week and what happened in week 17. And we'll start with the favorites 
and straight up, they went 11 and 4, uh, 161, 92 and 2 overall. Against the spread, uh, we saw the underdogs uh, have the edge. Uh, they went um, as the favorites went 7 and 8, 108, 139 and 8, as the underdogs uh, have a overwhelming majority, uh, uh, have a, a large majority of the wins. Uh, home teams, at least against the spread, home teams straight up nine and six uh, didn't do so well uh, as they usually do. Uh, 137, 107, and two overall. But against the spread, they really didn't do that great. Uh, just eight and seven um, against the spread in week 17, 112, 140, and two. So all, all season we've seen the wave teams have the advantage over the home teams, at least against the spread. Um, which is uh, uh, really uh, surprising to see. You usually think um, that's what I'm saying. That, that's why I ask you the question. I forget which week it was that I asked you a question. How much does home field advantage, um, does home field match advantage still, um, is it still as, as big a deal as it uh, has been in the past? And I think we've seen this year that the way teams have hit a lot against the spread uh, this season, do you still feel that um, that the way the way you felt before uh, the season when I asked you that question? Um, yes, I would definitely have to probably lean the same way that at least from a even standpoint, if we're talking about two teams being similar, um, the home team is going to have a slight edge having that. Now, this, of course, doesn't apply to every team that you come across. Some teams play extremely well at home. Some teams don't, and for whatever reason, play extremely well on the road. So it is the type of thing that can vary. But, you know, there's a reason. We see it even to this day. Teams value home field advantage. You see teams play for that number one seed because they know every game in the playoffs that they play, it will be in their house their players will have their comforts, the sights and sounds that they know. So it may not be the factor that makes or breaks a game, but it can definitely be something that you might want to keep in mind when handicapping a game. Right. Just say what's up to Ravens online on gatekeepers. And he says, I need some bets and we're going to give you, get, uh, give them to you. Um, right after we recap this week. Um, but finally, uh, we got the over and unders. Unders, once again, um, have the edge seven and eight, um, 111, 142 and two overall. Obviously, the unders have been hitting all year, and that was no different in week 17. But uh, next, I will uh, start with the biggest upset of the week. And that came in the New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles were minus six. Final score was 20 to 10. And, you know, it's just another week without Jalen Hurts and another loss for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this time it, uh, they were a six-point favorite at home uh, against a bad Saints team. You know, the Eagles couldn't get really much going on offense. Uh, they went three and out, four straight drives to start the game. Their first first down came with 12 seconds left in the first half. Uh, the final uh, three drives weren't very good uh, either. They had two turnover on downs and a pick six that sealed the game for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints also kind of struggled to score points on offense. Um, 
uh, though Dalton was kind of, uh, was pretty accurate for the most part, but he did throw a pick. Um, the defense uh, pretty much won it for them. And uh, one last great effort before being eliminated by the Bucks winning the division. But what do you think about this game overall? I think this game clarified just how important Jalen Hurts is to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I mean, it's really just that simple because Gardner Minshew, yes, it can be difficult coming in in a backup situation. And given what we've seen out of him in the past, the performances that we've gotten out of the past couple of games are right on par with what we've seen in his history. And, you know, with a player like Jalen Hurts, you clearly see just how dynamic and how greatly a single player can affect the team. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that Philly's built their offense around Hurts or his, you know, ability to affect teams in the run game but it's definitely something they utilize and it's something they lean on at times. And, you know, we, in everyday football, you talk about trying to limit a team and make them one dimensional. And if that means a player being out limits a team's play calling or possible options of what they can lean on, then you're, whittling down those different dimensions of the offense and that's going to make it extremely difficult in the NFL. Yeah, I was, I was just happy to see the Eagles lose twice. Uh, that makes me happy uh, seeing that. Uh, <laughs> the hate. So, the hate. Oh, uh, 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 what's up? Oh, no, just the hate. The, you know, you got to love that, yeah. you know, the inner division hate that exists. You know, it's lovely. Yeah. And they are the, the team I hate the most. But we'll, we'll move on to the largest cover against the spread. And uh, that came in the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Um, Lions <coughs> were minus five and a half. Final score was 41 to 10. Um, coming off a bad loss to the Panthers, the Detroit Lions took, you know, all that frustration out on their division rivals. And it was a great way to bounce back for them. It kept their playoff hopes alive. Um, they've won seven out of the last nine games. Um, they did it with a big offensive explosion. They uh, went over 500 total yards. Uh, they put up 41 points. And, you know, as most teams who face the Bears defense, they ran all over them. 265 team rushing yards. And Goff played pretty well through three touchdowns, no picks. And the Bears, you know, lost uh, a franchise record of nine straight losses. And Justin Fields uh, was really good running the ball, had 132 rushing yards, but was really bad at passing the ball. Uh, was um, <coughs> just went seven of 21 for 75 yards, touchdown, and an interception. Um, the Lions uh, will need to beat the Packers and uh, have the Seahawks lose if they want to make the playoffs. Uh, but what do you think about this game um, last week? You know, it was a game where I was, you know, on the other side of the outcome, having the Bears. Uh, I, I'm i not shocked that Detroit was able to put up the points they did. Um, I was just looking at a couple of things. For the most part, it was a fairly close game going into halftime. Uh, but – Unfortunately, Chicago wasn't able to limit 
the turnovers. They had a fumble and an interception apiece. They were clearly able to move the ball to some degree in the running game. They put up 200 yards total, but not being able to put up points and punch it in the end zone, you clearly see how they weren't able to keep up with um, – I don't want to call Detroit's offense high-powered, but they're definitely showing they they know how to find the end zone, that's for sure. Yeah, but, but they, they've been able to uh, score, score points uh, all year. That's kind of just what they've been doing. Um, it, it's just uh, they st- stepped a little bit on defense against the, uh, this Bears team at least, so uh, that's something good for them. But next, we will get to the bad beat of the week. And that came in the Miami Dolphins at the New New England Patriots. Patriots from minus three. Uh, Final score was 21 to 23. And the late backdoor cover strikes again in this one. uh, With just 225 left on the clock, Patriots, as a three-point favorite at home, were up by 10 points. And just needed to stop them um, to at least a field goal to cover the spread. Yeah, the Patriots defense let third string quarterback Skylar Thompson have a nine play 61 yard drive for a touchdown that didn't even get get uh give them the lead, only allowed them to cover the spread. Um they were really um they were already playing the backup in Teddy Bridgewater. Then he got hurt, so they were down to third quarterback. So the Patriots really should have um had a, a more dominant win than uh, victory than they had, but uh I mean, the Patriots at least could have covered the three-point spread, but they couldn't do that, and that's why it is um, they the the Dolphins cover by just a point, and that's why it is the bad beat of the week. Yes, you always hate to see, you know, a play on the spread come down to half a point or a point. You know, those are the sweats you hate because you can see it coming. You're sitting there, you're going through all the outcomes in your head. You know, if they score this, then I'll be in this situation. If that gets scored, this is what I need to happen. And, you know, it wouldn't be called a bad beat if it wasn't just that. And, you know, that's what it comes down to. You know, a razor sharp margin where a half a point, a point in the wrong direction, you're staring at a loss instead of a winning ticket. I just want to say what's up to Davon. Um, I'll go over my uh, personal uh, recap of my bets, and I didn't do too well. Uh, pretty bad. Uh, I went one and three. I did have the Bengals in a uh, Bills game. Obviously, that was uh, canceled due to uh, the what happened to Demar Hamlin. Um, so obviously my record was stays at four games uh, only, but uh, my overall record is 39, 42, and three. So hopefully this last week get me back up um, in the positive category. But my best pick um, my, was my only win, um, and that was my Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers were minus three, and final score was uh, – was uh, I think it was a 41 17. Um, I think it was 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, with how the Packers were playing um, and going into this game with four, uh, four straight wins, uh, I, I felt really good about this one, uh, confident uh, in this pick because, uh, you know, they were playing Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins did Kirk Cousins things. He went 18 and 31, uh, 205 yards, touchdown, but they threw three picks. And they couldn't run the ball either. Cook only had uh, 27 yards. This was uh, due to Packers playing much better defense in recent weeks. Uh, they caused four turnovers. And uh, the Packers' uh, focus on the run game uh, has uh, worked as Rodgers didn't really have to do much in this game. I think he threw for less than 200 yards. And <clears throat> the Packers um, looking good going into the final week. Uh, where the, all they have to do is win, and they are in the playoffs. Uh, and my worst pick was the Cleveland Browns at the Washington Commanders. Uh, Commanders were minus one and a half. Uh, final score was twenty-four to ten. Uh, and I think I just, you know, had more faith in Watson playing Worsen Wentz in this game, and my gamble just didn't pay off. Uh, Wentz was completely terrible: sixteen of twenty-eight, one hundred forty-three yards. And three of them. You could worst say Wentz did Wentz like things. Um, uh, yes, definitely. Um, Watson wasn't really that great either, despite he, him having three touchdowns. But he really wasn't that great throwing the ball. Nine of 18, 169, uh, 169 yards. Um, not that great uh, there. But, you know, obviously he had uh, Mario Cooper he's throwing to, and he had a hell of a day with just three catches. He netted 105 yards and two touchdowns. And, you know, I thought the commanders could stop Chubb a little bit better than they did. Um, but when your offense just keeps giving the ball away, it, your defense is eventually going to get worn down. And, you know, uh, with this loss, Washington uh, got eliminated with the, uh, with this loss, and the Packers winning their game. Um so you know that 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 was that was a bad ending to their season, um, but how did you do um, last week in Week Seventeen? Um, in the NFL, I ended up uh, roughly about five hundred. I went two and three on my picks here. I was able to capitalize on a game total under in Baltimore. Um, I, be- I believe it was under. I had a live and pregame under that came in on that game total. Um, but I do have to say, quite possibly, my best pick on the week was taking those Browns because, you know, as you said, they cleared. When it was all said and done, this was a game that looked like it may have never been in doubt. But it was not the case going into halftime. This was a 7-3 to three game with Washington in the lead. And, you know, teams make adjustments. Browns came out, seemed to – find that switch to make them go and proceeded to put up 21 points in the second half, I believe, and basically coasted to a easy win on such a short spread. All right. Um, before we get into week number 18, um, we'd like to help you guys out. If you guys can help us out by hitting that like button, Subscribe to this channel if you have not already. And join our Patreon if you really want to support us. Um, the link is in the description down below. And, um, yeah, just join whatever tier that uh, suits you. Um, but, if you guys, like I said, definitely like to help you guys out, win some money. 
that help us out by doing that uh, those things uh, be very much appreciated. Um, but now we will get to the weeks, uh, no, this week's bets um, of the final week of the season. Uh, and I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are minus two and a half. And Mike Tomlin never got, uh, had a losing season. I don't think, think he will start this uh, this year. You know, as, uh, having won six out of the last eight has put the Steelers in a position to make the playoffs. Although they will need some of these to go their way, they may struggle to score points. But Kenny Pickett does make plays when he has to. He did so against the Ravens last week, leading two 80-yard drives to take the lead in that game and then ultimately winning it. Despite Watson uh, throwing three touchdowns, I don't think he, like I said, I don't think he played very well in the game. He hasn't played well since he became the starter. And, you know, their main weapon is uh, is Nick Chubb. And he will have to face uh, the, the, the sixth-ranked rushing defense in the league in the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. And uh, Pittsburgh is 5-1 against the spread in the last six games. So I really and, – and like I said, they, they have something to play for. Browns don't. So I like the Steelers in this one. All right. The first play I have this week, and this is maybe one that you don't like because it's in your division, but I'm going to be going with the New York Giants. Now, y'all have heard us talk about these large spreads before. Um, I do believe that the Giants are a team that will come into this game with the mentality regardless of uh, any sort of playoff situation. This is the Philadelphia Eagles. These teams don't like each other. Expect a fight on your hands. It's likely we don't see Jalen Hurts in this game, in my opinion. If we do, it would be in a highly limited role. Um, but, you know, 14 and a half points, double-digit double digit spreads is something we've talked about throughout this season. And I'm going to ride with the Giants plus 14. And something I was even looking at, you know, it's a flat number at plus 14. You might even be able to get the hook at, you know, a slight bump in the juice. And if you're paying minus 110 for 14, it's not much different than possibly minus 120, minus 125 to get that hook just in case. Y'all heard us talking about it earlier. A bad beat may come down to that half a point. Yeah, well, you said I wouldn't like this one, but I love this one because I'm right there with you uh, on the same on the same pick. Uh, uh, yeah, I like the I love the New York Giants in this spot. I'm gonna take uh, Brian Dayball Dayball's word. He said he was gonna uh, um, start his starters, uh, even though they don't have nothing to play for. Um, I'm gonna trust him. I'm gonna say they're gonna start uh, play their starters, and you know, like you said, we mentioned it many many times. It's basically a theme uh, of the season of this betting the NFL season that the underdogs are favored um, in these big point spreads in the divisional matchups, um, especially against uh, uh, with with two winning teams uh, facing off against each other. It just always hits on the underdog um, every time, pretty much it seems like. And you know, Giants coming off a big game against the Colts. Put up 38 points, clinched his payoff spot. 
Um, the Eagles coming off two straight losses. <clears throat> the last one against the, the Saints uh, where they scored just 10 points. And, you know, like you said, it's still unknown, unknown whether Jalen Hurts will play or not. But even if the uh, he does, I don't think he'll be 100%. Uh, the Giants have been great against the spread, going 5-1 in the last six games, 12-4 and four overall for the season. Eagles, not so good against the spread, uh, especially recently going just 3-6 and six in their last nine games. So, yeah, definitely like the, like the Giants plus 14 in, in that one. All right. For my next pick. I well, hold on. I got to get into my second Cowboys. pick. Hold on. My... I got to get into my second pick. Well, oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I just yeah. So, you're all right. You're right. And right. as you heard okay. Caleb saying, you know, double-digit point spreads have definitely been a thing. And if you look, you see another one up. And I'll be riding with the Arizona Cardinals plus 14 as they take on the 49ers. Um, it's going to be highly questionable just exactly how much uh, – personnel as far as you know a starting roster we see coming out of the 49ers I definitely think they are a team to be less concerned with seeding if that's even a possibility to be affected by this game because we've seen this team go into places before whether it be on the road or at home um so 14 you know 14 points is a lot it's an NFL game I'll gladly take the 14 Walk away, come check the score later. All right. Oh, what's going on? Let's bring hot take. Um, oh, and we got. It. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's some messed up shit. That's all right. I thrive off hate. I can dig it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, we'll get to my next pick. Uh, well, I'm, I'm with you on the uh, on the Cardinals. I I, I I I really need that to happen. Obviously, uh, wish the Cardinals would just win the damn game. But it doesn't sound like it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. But hell, at least they can, if they can cover, uh, that that'd be good enough. Uh, um, uh, at least betting wise. Um, but uh, for my next pick, I have the Dallas Cowboys minus five and a half at the Washington Commanders. Uh, um, the Cowboys still have a lot to play for. Um, they can either be the one, the two, or the five seed with a chance to win the division, depending on whether the Eagles win. But they will not know if that is the case because both games are scheduled at the same time. Washington has been an absolute mess for the past three weeks. Uh, they only scored 12 points against the Giants, 10 points against the Browns last week, and it didn't matter who was uh, starting at quarterback, whether Wentz or Heineke, they struggled in offense. This week, they're going to go with the third-string quarter, quarterback, rookie Sam Howell, making his first start of his career. So that don't seem very good to me. Um in the 10 games that Dak has been back from his injury, the Cowboys have scored 24 points or more in every game, even when they didn't play very well last week um, against the Titans. They were still able to cover a pretty big spread as a road team on Thursday Night Football. 
the Cowboys are 10 and 6 for the season against the spread and 6 and 2 against Washington in the last eight matchups against them. Washington has been terrible against the spread lately, going just one in four in their last five games. So, yeah, I really like my Cowboys in this spot. Yes, I would definitely. I'm not on this game specifically, but looking at this, I would have to lean with the Cowboys in this matchup. Um, there's a whole bunch of dysfunction going on in Washington. Um, I mean, there's a there's a, a number of different points that you could highlight as to maybe what the issues are. It's definitely a hole at quarterback that needs to be filled that they haven't seemed to be able to figure out as an organization, at least in my entire lifetime, I think. Um, yes, they had some success back in the Kirk Cousin years, but even still, I don't think people would say they had the position figured out because of the way things um, unfolded and took place. I don't think anybody that was a fan at, of the team at the time could say, you know, they felt comfortable about the QB position. Um, so in that instance, you know, man, just go the other way. As you said, for a number of weeks now, they've not only been struggling to put up points, the defense has struggled more, I think, over the past few weeks in comparison um, to earlier in the season. You know, that may just be – a factor of um, nutrition as the year is taken on and, you know, you get that wear and tear that comes with the grind of football. So, yeah, I would definitely have to lean with the Cowboys in this game. And moving into my next pick, you know, the first two plays I was on, the underdog in those divisional situations. Well, in this instance, I'm going to be riding with the Seahawks as they're minus six and a half, taking on the Rams, who – Yes, the Rams, I think, have played above expectations since picking up Baker Mayfield, but I do also think that Seattle is going to be coming in motivated. I'm, I mean, for a team that everybody pretty much wrote off at the beginning of the season, I'll say it, I did it. I wrote him off. I wrote off Geno Smith, and he's correct, folks. He did not write back. Well, so, did, so, yeah, you know. But going into this game, I definitely think that, you know, the Seahawks are definitely a solid touchdown favorite team. Um, I don't think the line's wrong. You know, at the beginning of the year, you wouldn't have expected this to be the team that was favored by almost a touchdown in this matchup. But I do think that Seattle's going to go out there and be able to score, and it's going to be a question of can the Rams keep up offensively for that six and a half to not get covered when it's all said and done. Yeah, it's a little a bit uh, too big of a spread. Um, obviously, every single uh, game this week is a divisional matchup, and so looking at a minus six, it's a little too much for me um, to, to, to pick uh, um, the Seahawks. I do believe they will win the game, um, but – you know, it, it's tough to say in those divisional matchups to, to cover a spread like that. But I will get to um, my next pick, um, which is the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. 
<clears throat> the Packers are minus four and a half. Green Bay Pack, uh, the uh, Green Bay controls what happens to last remaining spot in the NFC playoffs, since they will jump Seattle and eliminate the the Lions by beating them. The Seahawks um, play before this game, um, since this game was flexed to Sunday Night Football. If the Seahawks win, the Lions will be eliminated, and they got nothing to play for. Um, I think the Packers have all the momentum going into this game. Um, they got a big win against the Vikings, but won them out 41-17. They have been playing better on defense and relying more on their run game. Uh, I think um, <clears throat> they they give they will give Goff um, some problems. They are they have the third ranked passing defense in the league. Um, the Packers are four and one against the spread in the last five games. Uh, I like the Packers to cover the four and a half um, points there. Uh, I, you know, I think the uh, like I said, um, I think the Seahawks, uh, like I, like I just said, I think the Seahawks will win. Therefore, the Lions don't really have much to play for, and uh, Packers will um, have everything to play for. So, I like the Packers uh, uh, going into this game. Now, I got a I got a bit of a conspiracy theory for you. Uh, so, I'm curious what you think. Now, we all know the drama and everything that we saw take place last season, most of it not really unfolding till at least around the midway point. Um, but coming into this season, there was a lot of questions between Aaron Rodgers and the team. And would it be absurd that what better way to screw over the Green Bay Packers than to get them all the way to the doorstep of making the playoffs and then just going out there and laying an egg? I mean, if he, you know, we've seen Aaron Rodgers show, I, I don't know the man, so I don't want to call him petty, but he, he definitely enjoys trying to stick it to people when, they're wrong. And, you know, at times he, he will try and own up to taking his lump. So I'm just curious how, how much something like that may play into, you know, that line of thinking. Now to get into this game, I'm going to be on the other side with the plus four and a half, no conspiracy thinking at all, but I do like, the Lions having a chance coming into this game, playing for an opportunity to make the playoffs, something that I'm pretty sure they they may have been selling that dream in the locker room, but when nobody buying that dream outside of Detroit, I can tell you that much. And, you know, here they are. And that's the worst thing you can do for a team that's been desperate for hope and quite possibly has found it. Um, so, yes, going into this game, given the uncertainties that I've seen out of Green Bay over the course of the season, we've seen Detroit put up many points week to week, and I would not be shocked to see Detroit go out and put up points. And it could be, you know, question of how well can um, how well can Green Bay keep up in this game because it's been the offensive side that they've seemed to struggle most whether it's punching the ball into the end zone or moving the ball downfield. Now, as you said, we've seen them not necessarily fix, but turn around those issues in the past couple of weeks. So I think there's a very high potential that we get a good game out of these two teams. And, you know, 
don't write off the lines because hope is a dangerous thing, and this team has hope. So I'm going to be riding with the plus four and a half. But you have the Seahawks covering the spread, so that means you think they're going to win. So the Lions won't have a chance at the playoffs, but you still like them. Yeah, because it's that mindset going into the game. Like when you even even if the timing is you know you don't before, feel like you're gonna have like a disappointing mindset. Well, no, but all the preparation and effort they've put in days in advance isn't gonna be affected. They know going into this, you know, up until Sunday, basically they've already put in all the work and things of that uh, nature. So, yes, their temperament and mindset in the live moment may be affected, but I think the drive and mindset that they're going to experience throughout the week, getting ready for games, you know, they're going to take every walkthrough more seriously than they've taken at any other point in the season because it may not change what happens game day, but as an athlete in that position – you want to know that you did everything possible. You want to know that you watched every second of footage that you could. You went through every drill and exercise and practice that you could to put you in the right position to make that play because you may be in a situation where that play, you know, the playoffs come down to you making a single play or not making it. So, Having that mindset throughout the week going into Sunday, I think will outweigh the potential of potentially uh, the potential of knowing that that playoff hope doesn't exist even while they're playing the game. All right, I'll get to my final pick, and that is the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins, and since the spread is only one point. I'm going to take the Dolphins on the money line, uh, and the money line is minus one twelve. Uh, you know, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Dolphins because uh, they're the home team, but still a chance to make the playoffs if they win. Uh, the Jets are already eliminated uh, from playoff contention. They have nothing to play for going to this game. They were really bad last week, even with uh, getting Mike White back uh, as their oh, starter. Oh no, you mean the great Mike White didn't work out? Nah, didn't, didn't didn't work out for them. He threw for fifty percent out of uh, his forty six passes, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. The Jets only scored six points against the Seahawks, and de- and the Seahawks defense isn't that great, uh, especially against the pass. Um, so the the Jets struggling is is really really bad. The Jets' uh, way to win is to play uh, good uh, defense and run the ball. And they didn't do either last week. You know, Kenneth Walker um, ran for 133 yards on them. Uh, Jets only ran for 74 yards as a team. Um, and I think the Jets are uh, packing in this week, which gives uh, – I think that gives the Dolphins the advantage. And obviously we're still not sure who's going to start for the Dolphins at quarterback. But uh, I think uh, – I, I still think they're going to put everything into this game. I think they're tired of losing. They've been on a – horrible losing streak and i think um whatever they have left in them they're gonna put into this game 
and I, I think they're going to uh, come out uh, with a win. Um, that's why I only have them on the money line. And the Jets are just one and four in the last five against spread. Obviously, it doesn't matter here. They just need to win. So uh, um, the Dolphins just need to win. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Dolphins uh, in this one. Yeah, looking at these two teams, even if it was a situation where we didn't see Tyreek Hill and Waddle for portions or maybe even the whole game, I would still probably have to lean to the Dolphins in this situation you're probably talking about, especially on defense, in my opinion, probably a more talented uh, roster um, offensively. Uh, at least currently, they're probably – well, I don't know the Jeff Wilson situation. There's enough talent on that offense in Miami that given the quarterback situation and the fact that they're going up against the Jets, I would likely have to you know, lean the same way with you there, being able to target the money line at such a low price in this situation because it's a one-point spread definitely gives you that added advantage of just going for the win outright. So that wouldn't, you know, I definitely feel that that's probably the strongest play there. And as I move into my last play this week, we got the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half. I feel the Bills come into this game. Yes, they're going to have heavy hearts, but I do feel this is the type of team that they're going to come in this play. Not to say that they're going to go out there and win it for their teammate, but they're going to come in with a desire and passion that probably few teams get to experience. Um, you know, this is the type of motivation where rarely do players have a drive to excel for perfection and literally mean it. But I feel in a game like this, um, you know, this is a team that beforehand you didn't see a lot of distractions, a lot of um, that noise and congestion that you see out of t- some teams that face, whether it be dysfunction or maybe even a clash of personalities. That's something that you don't hear about coming out of Buffalo. Um, and so I really feel that this team is going to come together. And in this matchup, under a touchdown, taking on the New England Patriots, a team that has shown that they've struggled to score and put up points on the year, understandably, considering they have a defensive coordinator basically calling their offensive plays, but that's another story. And the Buffalo Bills coming into this game, they're still going to have Josh Allen. They're still going to have Stephon Diggs. They're still going to be the same threat from an X's and O's standpoint. Um, that they've been, and I honestly don't think that minus six and a half is a small enough spread for this game. Um, yeah, this this spread just really concerned me on this one. Uh, I don't doubt that they're gonna come out inspired, like you said. Um, you know, they've dealt with a lot of adversity throughout the season. They had to, you know, had to move a game. Um, to Detroit, um, this gnome game, there's stuff like that has gone through uh, that they, they've been dealing with uh, a lot of other stuff with the Bills, uh, and now dealing with this, uh, um, the, uh, what happened uh, to Mar- Demar Hamlin um, on, on uh, Monday night, and uh, so you know, 
it could go either way. They could, it could be uh, like, you know, a distraction for them going into this game and they're not being ready to play. Or like you said, it could be a uh, very inspirational. I do believe that is going to be the case and they're going to win the game. I just don't know um, if they, uh, with the Patriots, like uh, Patriots still have a chance to play off. They're still going to put everything they got into winning this game. I think it's going to be closer than uh, what the spread suggests. That's why I could not pick it, uh, pick the game on either side. But I, I do think the, the Bills will win the game. All right. Yeah, that was and, my um, last yeah, pick. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, all right, that's your last pick. All right. Well, then that is uh, all of our picks for the week. Um, and that will wrap up the show uh, for for the last week of the NFL season, for the regular NFL season. Yeah, because yes, we, we're still gonna be we will be here the for the playoffs. Yeah, we're still going to be here for all the way through the Super Bowl. Um, trying to make you money, uh, make, 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 make your money as always. Uh, there'll just be less games to pick from, which makes it even harder. But we're gonna try our best. We're gonna uh, we're gonna make you money. We're gonna make us money. But for now, you can tell the people where they can find you, D Weezy. Yes, folks, y'all can reach me at Backyard Action Media on YouTube, also on TikTok, where I'm currently putting out a, a lot of uh, NBA action. As we got a lot of you know almost daily games, so definitely check in on that, folks. Where I got at least a play or two going up for the NBA. Um, and you can also reach me on Twitter at the Yard Bets. All right, and you can find me at NFL Caleb Twenty Two um, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find my articles that go along with this show on our website at Let's Get Ready Network and you can um where else you can find me on this channel uh doing good friends better uh good friends better rivals with my co-host Ferris Muthana. Uh, we didn't have a show this week because Ferris is getting lost in the woods somewhere. Um hopefully he he survives and he'll be back for next yes, week. Yes, yes. Uh, hopefully you know, Ferris Cowboys comes back in one piece. Are going to Uh, yeah, so hopefully he'll be back because, you know, like I said, Cowboys, Giants, both in the playoffs. So we'll be talking um, about them uh, for as long as they uh, stay alive in them. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we, um, my, my Cowboys make a Super Bowl, so we have content all through all throughout them. But um, for now, uh, like I said, subscribe uh, to the channel, like if you haven't. Um, and, you know, thank you all for watching. Uh, it's been um a uh, great regular season to to uh to uh, try to win some money. Um, glad y'all were here for it. Uh, and we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll we keep going in the playoffs, and we'll see you next week. And as always, um, as I, I as I always say, let's get ready to make some money.